Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I had a bit of a of an aha moment the other day while I was working out, and I wanted to make sure to share it with you guys. And at first, it might seem like this aha moment is about working out, like fitness, but it's not. So hang with me for a little bit while I talk about my workout and where this lesson came from, because I think the application to life in general is really powerful, especially for anybody who feels like, and I've felt like this before, so I'm wondering if you guys are with me on this, once you make a choice you don't feel good about, like you let yourself down or you break a a standard that you set for yourself or um, you just feel ashamed of a choice, that it's hard to get back to a rhythm of making choices you feel good about. Sometimes we feel like one choice is enough to make us off track. And I hate the notion of on track, off track, but I know that's the way a lot of people feel about it. And I get what you mean. So I think that this particular strategy that I'm going to talk about today is going to be most helpful for anybody who feels like after a choice, um, an action, a decision or an indecision that you wish you hadn't made, it's tough to reel it back in and get back on track. So it comes from something that one of my trainers shared with me related to workouts. And I've worked with a huge number of trainers over the years, and I haven't always had a personal trainer. I don't have one now. I haven't for a while, actually. I had my first personal trainer in middle school, and I know that's atypical, but as I talked about in the episode I did way back when with my mom, there was a lot of pressure on me as a kid to lose weight, and that was one of the strategies we took. One of my favorite trainers, and I've had awesome trainers and god-awful trainers, one of my favorite trainers was Nathan Kyle. He actually was on the podcast in episode 74, so if you want to hear his perspective on, on training for fat loss, definitely check out 74. I'll link to it in the show notes over at primalpotential.com, but we're not talking about training for fat loss today. The setup, though, for this lesson, this aha moment I had the other day, does come from something that Nathan shared with me as a strategy during one of our workouts. So by design, most of my workouts include moving from one activity to another. So it might be 20 deadlifts followed by 20 wall balls followed by 20 kettlebell swings and then you repeat that or it might be a certain number of rounds of a 200 meter run and box jumps and power cleans and it's really tempting and I would even say normal to take a break between the movements and I don't mean like you sit down for five minutes and catch your breath but whether it's five seconds or 35 seconds it's normal to just Take a few deep breaths and pull yourself together in between movements. And I was definitely in that habit 
of taking anywhere from a few seconds to a minute moving from one thing to another. I was using the transition between different things as a rest. I was using that transition as a rest, a tiny rest or a longer one. It was like it was built in. And one day while we were training, I was asking him probably after a workout, or I think in this case it was before, before the workout, he was always really great about giving me pointers that would help me get better as opposed to just doing the kind of same level of work day in and day out. So one day he says to me, go immediately to the next thing. Even if you only get one rep, and this, in this particular workout where he said it to me, I, it was moving from something into box jumps. And box jumps can be a little bit scary, so I would take a few seconds before starting, 5, 10, maybe 25 or even 30 seconds to you know catch my breath, pull myself together, and then go. And he said, go immediately into that next thing. Even if you just get one rep and then you take a 10, 15, 20 second rest, go immediately and get one rep. Create that habit of going straight to one thing from another. You're just in the habit of building in this transitional rest period. Don't break that. Stop using the transition as a break or a pause. So I did. And I remember I got more than one, right? So I thought I needed to catch my breath before I could go on, but that wasn't true. I didn't need to. So what I learned is that We can do so much more than we can do, and it's just that we talk ourselves out of it because of what we've always done, because we haven't tried it any other way. We are very capable of more than we think, but we're also creatures of habit. So we have to create new patterns and break old patterns. The other day, the reason I thought of this, because it's been a while since I've worked out with Nathan, The other day I was doing a workout that I posted on Instagram. It's one I love to hate, simple but brutal, and it was five rounds for time of five heavy deadlifts and 10 burpees over the bar. So heavy deadlift is relative. Um, For me, they can get pretty heavy because I've got a pretty strong deadlift. So what you do is you do five heavy deadlifts, then 10 burpees over the bar, and that means you jump over the bar in between every burpee, which of course the bar is elevated off the ground because it's got plates on it, and then you go back, five more deadlifts, 10 more burpees, five more deadlifts, 10 more burpees, and you do that five rounds. It gets you really winded, burpees in general do, especially jumping over the bar. And there's a little bit of a fear factor in it for me because once when training with Nathan, I caught my toe on the bar and of course did a face plant right over it. Um, But I like doing things I'm afraid of because I think it's how you break through that fear. So after I think the first round, I noticed that I took 15, 20 seconds to gather myself and catch my breath after the burpees before picking up the bar to deadlift again because the deadlifts are heavy and I felt like I needed to gather myself and Nathan's voice came into my mind. Uh, and if you hear this, Nathan, doesn't that, that happens more often than, uh, than you might think. Um, his voice came into my head, go right to the next thing. Don't use the transition as a rest. Don't pause, get at least one. Right. Because sometimes I think, oh, my gosh, I can't do five heavy deadlifts right now when I'm sucking wind from burpees over the bar. I don't have to do five. I just have to do at least one. So as I stood up from that 10th burpee, I went right to the bar and I knocked out two reps. Then I set it down, took a few deep breaths and then did my last three reps and went immediately into the burpees. No rest. Right. After the 10th burpee, I went immediately to the bar and I got all five deadlifts. Right. Now, it still would have been a hard workout, even with that built-in rest at the transition, but I didn't need to. 
And I wasn't pushing myself as hard as I could because I was just doing it the way I had always done it, right? Just kind of taking this built-in transition between movements as a rest. Not a sit down and get a sip of water rest, but even 10 to 15 seconds of recovery that I didn't need. I could have pushed harder and I did. And it's about creating momentum. So as I sat on the bench after the workout, catching my breath and thinking it through, I realized how helpful that exact strategy would be related to our choices. Because how often do we make a choice that we don't feel good about, like a food choice or a choice to procrastinate, and then we sit thinking and scheming and planning about how and when we will get back on track, right? Don't wait. As quickly as possible, make a great choice. It can be anything. It could be go walk to the end of your driveway and back. It could be meditate for two minutes. It could be drink a glass of water or prepare your food for tomorrow. But as quickly as possible, stop the thinking, stop the strategizing, stop the planning and the scheming. Make a great choice as fast as possible. Cut off the thoughts of, well, when, if, well, geez, I already kind of blew it. No, as fast as possible, make the next best choice. Just like I cut off the thoughts of, I can't do five deadlifts right now. Great, you don't have to. Do one, pick up the bar, right? Or, oh my gosh, those were so heavy. 10 burpees, shut up, do one. Just one, knock it out right now, do it. Stop thinking and strategizing and planning and do the next great choice immediately. Just one thing. It can be a tiny thing or a big thing. It doesn't really matter. When you find yourself having made a choice that you don't feel good about, return as quickly as possible and make that next great choice. It it really reminds me of something I talked about just a couple of episodes ago. In the episodes, I was talking about making progress even when you're going through emotional pain. And I shared that Marcus Aurelius quote, when jarred unavoidably by circumstance, return at once to the rhythm, right? To the rhythm of your life. This is sort of the same thing, but better. Make a great choice as fast as possible. Do not use the transition between a choice you're not proud of and a choice you are proud of as a pause to think and plan and strap. Nope, eliminate that transition, right? If you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I drank too much last night, as fast as you can, make a great choice. Don't stay there negotiating and thinking about how hungover you are. Get up and go for a walk. Do one push-up, just one. Do something that is a positive choice as fast as possible. If you realize out of the blue that you just mindlessly ate three cookies, as fast as you can, make a great choice. Maybe you prepare tomorrow's food. You go up and you get in bed. You get a workout in. You journal. You drink a glass of water. Create a new pattern. Create a new response. Stop thinking and planning and not use that transition between ugh and yes as a rest. Take action, right? Stop using the transition as a rest or an excuse. And this whole concept ties into something in an episode I was one of the most popular episodes of the podcast uh, ever, actually, and that was back in the fall of 2015. And I looked it up and I'm like, why does this not have an episode number? I called it mini-sode, but I didn't give it a number, which is why we have well over 300 episodes. And yet it doesn't appear that way based on the numbers because I clearly didn't know what I was doing. But I did an episode back in November of 2015 about creating a bounce back strategy. And if you haven't listened to that episode or it's been a while, I'll link to it over in the show notes or you can search bounce back strategy on primalpotential.com and it'll come right up. 
But here is the idea behind that. And I think that this strategy we're talking about today can be part of your bounce back strategy. I was explaining in that episode from November 2015 that in our jobs, if something repeatedly breaks or goes wrong or there's a repeated customer issue, we have a protocol for it. We don't get surprised by it every time it happens. We recognize this thing keeps happening, so here is our standard operating procedure for responding. A company would go out of business so fast because it would be a terrible use of resources if every problem was approached as if it was the first time it ever happened. And it was like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Chaos, panic, time, resources. No, you develop protocols to have a standard response. You know, if you're a refrigerator repairman and somebody calls you and says, you know, my refrigerator's not cold, you don't go, oh, geez, well, that's a nightmare. I guess I better go figure out how refrigerators work. No, you've you've documented the common problems that cause the temperature to not stay cold on a fridge. And so you have, okay, is it this? And I do this first, and then I check this second, and then I check this third. So as a refrigerator repairman, you're not always overwhelmed by, oh, crap, what do I do? I don't know how to respond. And yet, when it comes to our own lives... We get caught off guard by the same kinds of problems that happen over and over and over and over. And there's no need to get caught off guard if you have a procedure in place. And so maybe step one of your bounce back strategy and that episode back from November 2015 has uh, comes with a free download to help you create your bounce back strategy as I explain it in that episode But maybe step one is I make a great choice as fast as possible, whether that is a workout, a walk, a shower, planning the next day's food, having a clean meal, whatever it is. I don't know, journaling. Maybe that's step one, but that doesn't mean it's your entire strategy. So please revisit that episode or listen to it for the first time if you haven't already. But at the end of the day, the lesson is this. Stop using the transition between a choice you're not proud of and a choice you are proud of as a pause, as a rest, as a time to perseverate and fixate and strategize. Just make the next great choice as fast as you can and practice that strategy over and over. Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this and big shout out to Nathan. I miss you. I appreciate you. I learned a lot from you and I hope to see you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.